0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Group Time. In the 30th episode, today's episode, we're going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+, which, might I say, was a great show. Uh, today joining us, we have Jonathan, also known as JD. Hello, how are you doing, Jonathan?
1: Hello, Isako Sway. How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing good. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks. Glad to be here.
0: Yes, so, well, since you're the guest, what are your initial thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi as the, as the show and as all of it?
1: Obi-Wan Kenobi, yes. I, I loved the character with the, uh, with the Beskar helmet and the little green guy he carried. It was such a cute guy, long ears. so I, yeah, I loved it, it was great, <laughs> great show. Um,
0: <laughs> I think you're on the completely wrong year.
1: <laughs> oh, you said Obi-Wan, oh. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, what were your thoughts of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Like, oh, like no, quick Obi-Wan. review. Like quick review. One to one being like trash, or a ten being like best Star Wars content ever.
1: Uh, maybe a seven. I would think a seven. You know, it's not quite at the heights. Of, not quite the best. Mm-hmm. At some head scratching moments. But I enjoyed it, so I'll say seven.
0: All right. So. Okay. So, uh, I think, hmm, I think, I give it around an 8.4. You think 8.4? Uh, I think I'll go a little bit higher than i and say 8.5, 8.5. I mean, personally, I really enjoyed this, because, um, like, it bridges completely two trilogies together, the prequel and the original trilogies, and I'm a fan of both trilogies. So that's why I think, like, it's, it does, it's done really well, I think, personally. Especially because, I mean, Mandalorian was done extremely well, even though each episode had a different director. And Book of Boa Fett did the exact same format, but it didn't work out as well. But Obi-Wan Kenobi had just Deborah Chow working on it, and I think she did an excellent job on telling her story throughout the entire show. Even if it was six, just six episodes, I think it was done really well. It was really well-paced. And yeah, I think they did justice to Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader. So those are my opening thoughts. Those are our opening thoughts on the show overall. What do you think, um, um, Jonathan? Did you think that, do you agree with you,
1: Zach? Oh. I like Deborah Chow as the director, and so that gave consistency. And there was good cinematography, good different angles or vistas of lightsaber duels that you don't normally see that was interesting and cool settings nice visuals so that was a positive
0: yeah i i agree i think that the show did an excellent job especially with the camera work i think a lot of the the scenes were shot um amazingly and i do think the the duels were um very they were different from what you usually see they weren't like how dark they weren't like how um, Anakin and Obi Wan fought in the in Revenge of the Sith, and the fights weren't the same as in the original trilogy. It was like somewhere in between. Yeah, it's like I said before. It really bridges it. Did you know, I, I, if I'm correct, that it was recorded in the exact same thing as the Mandalorian with like the whole like, CGI, like, dome around, like, this technology just keeps getting used more and more, and I think, and it just makes Star Wars, like, it just makes it look really cool, like, like a green screen, but, like, more immersive. The volume? That's what it's called, the volume, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I I think it's just really cool. Um, I think one portion that, like, we kind of knew about, but I wasn't expecting to be, like, a whole plot point was Young Leia, which, I mean, I, we said early on in our first, in the two episode reviews, what, that we enjoyed our first instances of Young Leia. But Jonathan, what did you think of Young Leia?
1: Uh, I was not a huge fan of her at first, during the first few episodes when she was kind of the like, bratty, um, <laughs> smart mouth like, who are you trying to save me? Oh, stop trying to save me. I'm going to run away from you now, too. It was a little too, yeah, I didn't really care for that. Early on, but in the end, maybe it was all right. I was not expecting it, did not know she was going to be in the series before it started. So,
0: because I remember hearing rumors about like young Luke and young Leia showing up, so I thought it was just going to be like cameos, but Luke was more of the cameo instead of Leia.
1: Yeah, well, at Um, least that meant they got off Tatooine.
0: Yeah, Uh, if it was just if the entire show was on Tatooine, which we knew it wasn't going to be. If it, but if the entire show was on Tat- Tatooine, I feel like things would have gotten boring. Carefully. And I was so worried about how they were going to get off Tatooine as well. Yeah. Like Obi-Wan's whole mission was to be on Tatooine to protect Luke. So I was like, like how, why would he leave? And there we go, they saved the other one. Um, yeah, at
1: least they found, they found a way to, to make it happen.
0: Yeah. So you have not seen the animated series, so you so this is your first appearance of the Inquisitors, right?
1: Correct. Uh, Shelly is currently going through the animated series; she's already on season three. So.
0: Yeah, but she's... Clone Wars does not have Inquisitors. Rebels does. Oh, she
1: yeah, she's watching Clone Wars. Okay.
0: Okay, so yeah, well, season three already. Dang, she's speedrunning it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Well, she listens to it in her sleep. <laughs> so what were your thoughts about the inquisitor since this is your first time
1: yes so um is is that makeup or are they different species uh there's some interesting things with the grand inquisitor and the tattoos or makeup and facial features
0: do you remember the species when um on Udu- on the planet Utapau, when um, Obi Wan fought General Grievous in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah from Revenge of the Sith, uh-huh. that the Palans just just have that on their face. All well, the
1: like the lines in the face. Remember that guy, very tall, tall, skinny face, lines, yeah, ridges. Okay. So I I do like how they've adapted the N- Nintendo Wii um, steering wheel as their lightsaber.
0: <laughs> I've never made that connection, but that just makes the, that just makes the lightsabers all the more fun.
1: Yeah. That's that's innovative and they, I like the character of Reva. I did think pretty early on it seemed that they were going to make the connection that she was one of the younglings during Order 66. So the age, I don't know if the age quite works out maybe because she seems more like mid mid to late 20s and she Seems could like...
0: just be younger than we think. <laughs> or yeah, she... I mean, I mean, because I mean, maybe she just didn't live on Coruscant all this time. Because maybe, maybe living on another planet for a long time makes makes your um age grow fast, go faster, or whatnot. Well, you know, um, you know, um, the dark side. A lot of um Sith are really look really way older than they usually than they are. So maybe the dark side just made her look older than she is.
1: <laughs> Would you say it's like a? A portal to many arts that some might consider
0: unnatural yeah <laughs> so were there any things that you didn't necessarily agree with or dislikes from the show
1: oh where where should i start well
0: i think there there's some...
1: <laughs> some issues i have are star wars issues which we could just have podcasts just dedicated to why are stormtroopers why? What? <laughs> They're the most, are they not the most useless thing in?
0: Well, I mean, their whole purpose
1: is just like, just
0: being there, because, um, I'm not sure, you haven't seen Bad Batch, which is another animated series, but like, the whole point was that, um, after the Clone Wars, Palpatine just, the the clones just became too expensive, so he wanted, he, he, he decided to sacrifice quality for quantity, he wanted a big, a big show force army instead of just um, a, a small elite group of soldiers, because he wanted to spread his whole influence around the galaxy. So even though the Stormtroopers are bad, it just shows like the might of the Empire and their grand army or whatnot.
1: So quantity over quality.
0: That's what the Empire wants.
1: Yeah. And cannon fodder. They Basically, have... That's,
0: that's all they are.
1: They have armor, quote-unquote armor, which is...
0: Why really have not it. <laughs>
1: In in this series, did we not see a uh, a scene where... Is her name Tala 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 yeah where she just slapped her on the face and it like fell over and never got up again. <laughs>
0: that that's how that's how that's how bad the armor is <laughs> yep. so,
1: so I I guess I have a stormtrooper problem just it's so useless and can't accomplish anything and
0: that's just stormtroopers in general any any yeah. any form of Star Wars the stormtroopers are useless.
1: Yeah, so there's that. And there are certain things that don't make sense like in the finale, for instance, if they had this humongous Star Destroyer and Obi-Wan leaves the ship he's on, okay, can can Darth not follow him by himself and the Star Destroyer continue following the other, the other Jedi or yeah, sev- but, several... Yeah. T- there, How many starships are on this? How many TIE fighters? It's an all or nothing. Like, nope, we gotta just... Let them go. Follow him.
0: And then afterwards, Darth Vader leaves the ship anyway on his own.
1: Yes, exactly. We gotta follow them. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, no, that's uh, questionable and and really, why why did Obi Wan and Darth, why did they decide to just end where they ended it?
0: Well, I mean, it's not like Darth Vader could like fight anymore. <laughs>
1: So okay, I guess the question should be why did why did Obi Wan just say okay I'll let you continue your reign of terror?
0: Well, okay, half of it either like he was, like he was probably he probably like was like half thinking like okay he's definitely gonna die he's definitely gonna die now or at least he'll just be, like left there for a while.
1: Did or he not everybody... learn his lesson the last time he thought that?
0: <laughs> I know, right? Or uh, this is like this is, like the, the, the probably the canon reason like he couldn't deal with it emotionally anymore. I mean, like, like, he, like, before he he thought like like, and there was like at least like a sliver of it could be redeemed or like like whatnot because like he wanted to end it, but uh, it was it was taking too way too much on his on his mental health because we saw at the beginning of the season, at the show he was not in a good mental state at all, no. and and then later like like, I don't know how many times Obi Wan has to go through that and think. Like, I can't kill my best friend... My my brother. Like, okay then. But at the end of this year, he is not your brother. You're calling him
1: Darth.
0: Yeah. I mean, the one reason he needs to stay alive is because, you know, plot reasons.
1: Yeah, so... I
0: I, I think it's just... Obi-Wan couldn't take it emotionally anymore. Because... After that line, that sick line that he said... That that you didn't kill Anakin, I did. I mean, that was... First of all, that was delivered greatly. And... Hayden Christensen is getting the love he deserves now because brilliant acting in the lines that was said. And also, one thing I really enjoy, which you probably don't know this, but when the helmet was half shattered and it was Hayden's voice with James' voice, that was mirroring in the Rebels show when Ahsoka does something similar to Darth Vader and it's Matt Lanter who's animated Anakin and Earl Jones' voice.
1: Correct. I've not seen that. I have heard... I've heard it was the other side of the face. Yeah, it, was it. It, was, it
0: was it was one of the best Star Wars moments in the entire. And now it's redone in live action, and it's amazing. I just love it. I just love rewatching that scene. Like, oh, I love it. I just absolutely love that scene. Yeah. So, what did you think of the final duel between Darth Vader and Obi Wan?
1: I did. I did enjoy it. The setting was cool. They have have they named that planet yet? Last thing I, I heard.
0: I don't know anything about the planet. I have to, maybe if I Google it, <laughs> I'll find it. But uh, to my limited Star Wars knowledge, I don't think yeah, they said what the planet was.
1: You yeah, know, from kind of the things I've read or listened to after it, the people said there was still not a name for that planet. But that was a very cool setting with the spires of rock formations and the color, you know, the haziness just with their lightsabers lighting up. The duel was good. And the emotion of it, because you saw, especially Obi Wan, was very aggressive and like lunging forward,
0: which is like really against what Obi Wan usually does. He's usually a more defensive fighter. So when I was I was rewatching the fight, and I was like, and I was like realizing, like, wait, Obi Wan's like really going offensive here. Yeah, he he was he was taking it home today. Yeah. He went in there with the intention to kill. Like he. I thought it was a very good
1: saber duel. Yeah. And as far as how it ended. That, yeah, I guess, just like like you're saying, it, would, it makes sense that Obi-Wan just can't kill Anakin, but that's what, he st- that's what his stated goal was. He said, I'm going to end this tonight. Somehow this is going to end, but maybe I guess he it was, could not maybe it actually.
0: Maybe it was easier for him when he had the mask on because it, it was just faceless. It was just this, he, just, he knew Anakin was inside of it, but it, to him it was just this, this mask of a killer. So right. then when you open it up and he sees Anakin is in fact still in there but, yeah. there's, but there's but emotionally saying there's no Anakin there yeah. mm-hmm. the duel was done amazingly with the action the, the choreography and the emotional stakes like uh, a lot of it was it was very interesting and when um, Obi-Wan was in a corner and all of his um, all of those memories um, were coming back to him it and then he came back out and he was stronger than he was before. That that was really great and amazing.
1: Yeah. So the I guess the other the downside of it also is just something that the whole series deals with, which is the prequel problem.
0: What would so, be the prequel problem? Explain to me. Explain to the okay. viewers. Okay, so it's listeners, sorry.
1: <laughs> in a prequel series or movie you already know the outcome for many of the characters. So for instance, Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting Anakin. Darth and Obi-Wan. We know they're both going to survive, so... But we know, we see Reva is going after Luke, but we know that Luke, Owen, Baru, they all survive. Leia survives, Darth, Luke. So what is the, what are the stakes? What, what is the tension? If we see at the end of the episode five, oh, she's gonna go after Luke, but what's the tension? Because we know nothing's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, you make a good point. That's always the problem with prequels.
1: That's why I call it the prequel problem. Yeah,
0: it's the prequel problem. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I knew they were all gonna survive, like you know, like subconsciously. But while like watching the show, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm just feeling the tension anyway. That's just that's yeah. just how I. I'm not sure if anyone else like like even though we all know they're gonna survive and be fine at the end, I'm just like feeling the tension anyway. <laughs> I can feel the Reva jump scare slowly coming in or whatnot. But there was a lot of small details that I was watching another I was watching a person's video of like a, a bunch of small details. Like for instance that Luke never actually sees Reva's lightsaber. Yeah. So that he, when he's still like shocked and amazed about the lightsaber in episode four. Or that the part when Obi Wan slashes um Darth Vader's mask and it actually gets part of his his head. Now that's the scar that's there in Return of the Jedi, because we didn't see that scar early in the show when he was in the back to tank. So oh, like great. a lot of small details that that the that the show creators like really like took into account. Like he's like he's like a small little detail, but if you like notice it, it just make feels you in with joy inside. Like oh okay that's why. And then even yeah. then when when at the end of the at the end of the duel, Obi Wan calls him Darth, which is why. In, um a new hope, he 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 just calls him Darth and that's it. Like they're on a as mom put it, they're on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is which I think more accurately is a title basis. It's like if you call your boss boss.
1: Yeah, right, because they're all Darth so it seems that's kind of one of those funny things that people make fun of, right? Why does he call him Darth? Is I calling him Mr?
0: <laughs> Basically. <Yeah>. So <laughs> Hello Lord <laughs> So I think that this show really shows us how Obi-Wan went from how he was in the prequels, which he, where he was like, he like cared about people and he was, he was compassionate to the grumpy old man that he was in the original trilogy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He really needed to be. I mean, first of all, this, this show started like kind of depressing, <laughs> and especially from Obi-Wan's standpoint. And the like, his whole like flashback of him like with all those memories, like just watching that the, the, in that first episode, like 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 made made me kind of emotional. Really, really made you feel for Obi Wan. Even like his his, his
1: gig, uh, cutting up sushi meat there in the desert. That was Locking kind of depressing. Walking out.
0: <laughs> also, I'm, I'm like like he was stealing that. I'm surprised like no one noticed him.
1: Yeah, I like really,
0: I was I was really sure like like he was gonna get found out and then he was gonna be thrown out. And he'd be out of a job and then. The real show starts.
1: Yeah, it's like does but no everyone just take home an extra slice every day, or is that just you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and man, it was also really hard to seem like want to help people, but that he didn't. And then with the Jedi as well at the beginning, Obi Wan went for a lot in that beginning episode. Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so you said you liked Riva. I wanted to touch a yes. point on this because. I did find- I personally enjoyed Riva as well, and I knew kind of where her character arc was going to be going, like, she would be semi-good at the end. I mean, she was kind of good, but not really at the end of the show. In um, what was it? And there, there was a Star Wars game where one of the Inquisitors, like, actually, like, turned against Vader, and that's where everyone was, like, thinking that this was going to be, and we were kind of right, but for different reasons. And also, yeah, the Youngling fear I also had, but- I mean, a lot of people had problems with Reba, which, I mean, a lot of people always have problems with a lot of things in Star Wars, which I think is kind of stupid. Per- this, this is why I think, like, think, like, Star Wars fans are really mean, by the way.
1: Yeah. Star so, Wars does not have a great, great fan base.
0: No, we have one of the worst, most toxic fan bases in the entire world, and we should all be ashamed of it, but we should all just love <laughs> Star Wars. Reva was honestly just a great character, because, like, well, like, I think, like, people just didn't enjoy it was, like, her ambition, but, like, her ambition just was, like, kind of her character. She wanted more. Like, she thought that she deserved more, and she, what she really wanted was to really get close to Vader, and then he wouldn't, so that she could finally get her revenge, which is always seems to be a thing with Star Wars. Revenge, although revenge is not the Jedi way, which we can obviously see, she ain't no Jedi. But, which, I mean, I kind of, more or less, I kind of called it, of her wanting to turn against Vader. So, I'm happy about that. I mean, also, it's like, when people when people get stabbed in Star Wars, does not mean nothing anymore?
1: You know, that's that's a good point. That was going to have to come up at some point. In fact, I was, I will apologize to our audience, you know, because we had to start this podcast a little late, because I, yeah. I was ready to log on, and then I got stabbed in the stomach with a lightsaber. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> No worries, I'm good I'm good now.
0: Because cause, cause for starters, um, Fennec Shan got, um, you know, blasted in her belly and survived. Just
1: go to, go to a tattoo parlor. They'll get you fixed up. No problem.
0: Which, by the way, I like the idea of modding in this world, and I think that would be a cool lore thing in the future. But uh, regardless, apparently you could just survive a blaster shot, which apparently means nothing, and now just take Talib Tatooine already. She'll survive. She'll be yeah. fine.
1: Yeah, I think the vital organ in Star Wars must not be in... The stomach region at all? They must be in different locations.
0: Or they're missing. They, I mean I mean, for starters, the Grand Equister, his species has two stomachs, so if you get one, he'll be fine. He has another one. Okay. But I mean Reva and uh, Fennec Shan are still humans, so I'm considering shooting someone in the stomach is going to be lethal in some aspects.
1: It would you think it would hit vital organs and also maybe spinal cord?
0: Arteries, there know, should be other things be, that are vital to yeah. survive, but uh no, apparently everyone is just really bad and these characters are really lucky.
1: Yeah, I could consider that the lightsaber, you know, oh it cauterizes, so there's no blood loss, I guess, but there should be damage done. And for yeah. instance, if the Grand Inquisitor and Reva and Finnick Shand, for them no problem, you know, stab to the stomach, oh that hurt. Now well, let me go chase you. But <laughs> what what about Qui-Gon?
0: I know, right? Like he, boy, got. I mean, let's be honest. He was alive for a, quite a bit long time after he got stabbed. I mean, he he died, but I mean, he he survived for for at least a lot longer than he should have, according to Star Wars knowledge back then. Now, just like, bruh. <laughs> it doesn't even matter now.
1: It doesn't even matter yeah. now. I mean, if if Darth Darth Maul also survived, what happened to him? Why can't Qui Gon survive?
0: Well, according to well according to lore the the here survived according to revenge which also is probably part of it because apparently him grand Inquisitor and Riva like all survived because they wanted revenge like he grand Inquisitor says it himself it's amazing what revenge can do for the will to live huh He
1: did say that, so that would suggesting like, that their emotions can help them survive
0: I mean Surely that's rooted in some real world science, right? Like if you're going through a disease, if you have no hope that you're gonna make it, then like you'll get worse. Uh-huh. Like Padme. She like died, like Padme. Died of sadness. Died of sadness.
1: Yes, there's no explanation.
0: <laughs> she, there's she, no medical explanation. She simply explanation. lost the will to live. <laughs> so yes, that's it. that's my point. Like I guess now when someone gets shot or stabbed, they're a more or less important character. We shouldn't worry about them anymore. <laughs> Except of course, if they're a beloved character like Tala, then they're then they dead.
1: Yeah, Tala. You know, if you had to sacrifice yourself, I guess. But also maybe if you throw that detonator, it might do more damage than you holding onto it because they can it. Yeah, she thrown could could
0: it a while back, and she would still be alive. Throw it.
1: Yeah. Oh. And his name? The the uh, thing with Reeve, I would say besides besides her, you know, this whole lights lightsaber stomach issue, which is and a lot of different people now, but her issue, she spent a lot of time doing a lot of damage to people. And her her goal was to get rid of Anakin, but man, she really hurt a lot of people and was involved in some bad things to get that high. So that's just kind of hard to, I guess, accept that she saw it happen to her and her youngling friends, and then she does it to other people. Also, took did out. she
0: get stabbed as a youngling or did she just pretend she was dead?
1: That's yes, I've I've seen that where they, they show that scene, and it's like, wait, are they saying that yes, Anakin stabbed her now twice in the stomach and she's, <laughs> she's <a> multiple <laughs> stabs by the same guy.
0: It was the same spot, so it did less damage. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of that, I was I wanted to mention that uh what was it, episode five? Episode five Vader when he was like grabbing the ship. And just like oh, yeah. tore it up. That was like amazing, and really, and gave me like Rogue One Vader vibes.
1: Yeah, and that, was, well, that was that good stuff. But then yeah. I guess by the time he saw the second one, he was like, "Oh, uh, I'll let that one go." <laughs> I'll
0: let that one go for plot reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: or maybe he just maybe he just ran out of uh, midichlorians.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that in Reaper waited too long. See, she should have been ready to attack when he was actually distracted by trying to hold a ship, not. Yeah after the ship is gone and
0: then oh there were were really times when I just wanted to be like oh yeah during the show but like I watch it with my family so I can't just do that they would look at me weirdly (laughs) that was one of those times when he just grabbed the ship with that one with his one arm and like the whole ship just stopped moving and it just he just tears it apart it was amazing I could tell he was squealing inside I was squealing inside (laughs)
1: Does and that ship have the, like an auto launch feature, or was someone in there to?
0: Maybe a droid, like like an astromech of some sort. Okay. Cause like that that makes sense to me. Or like, I I mean I think Star Wars has like things like where you can like attach something to a ship and remote and like remote control fly it. I think. I think that's. So, I think that, I'm, I'm right about that.
1: So then, not to open up another can of worms, but then why did Holdo have to do what she did? Could she not have put a droid in there and just?
0: It's a bigger ship. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah there we go uh so what did you think of qui-gon's return oh yeah
1: it could have been earlier and more meaningful to the plot and to Obi wans growth yeah
0: i i I also agree with this i think since it happened at the end it was cool but it was kind of like meaningless sort of
1: yeah just like a to the story Throw in almost like a like a Marvel post-credit scene or something.
0: Based, that's basically what it was, yeah.
1: It, it was not like at in the middle of episode five to give Obi-Wan guidance or clear clear his head or anything. It was just, hey, hey, I'm here. you ready for me now. Let's go. It's talk. not like
0: a cool. It's not like an important um, post-credit scene like the ones we've had more recently about like the Ten Rings or or other Eternal stuff. But it's it's like it's like the one in Ant-Man and the Lost, where um, where the ants just playing. And the ants just playing the drums, <laughs> or or that one in in that but one right. in the homecoming where where uh, Captain America at the, at the very end is like, patience, patience is, 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 is a virtue, but sometimes can lead to utterly nothing. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that post credit scene. It's just is it, it, that it, where he was
1: in like a high school yes um, yeah. high school video <laughs> like a gym, gym class thing. Uh
0: huh. Uh-huh. It's so, funny, but can we talk theory. about,
1: um, you know, a lot of this? People go back to the New Hope and the message that Leia sends to Obi Wan, where it seems like she does not know who this person is, and then how do you, how do you, you know, put that together with all this time they spent together? He rescued her, this relationship they formed. So I thought they handled it well because you know, right then at the end. When they had Will Smith pop out with the neuralizer and just erase her memory. That was, like, a cool way to handle it. Like, oh.
0: Are we allowed to legally mention Will Smith nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think they more or less handled it well. Because, cause, yeah, kind of. Because cause he kind of said, like, call me if you need me. But, like, don't make it obvious.
1: Yeah, I I guess this is what I want to ask. It's, he says that you're, we'd be in danger if people know that we knew each other, so two things on that. I guess why is it the fact that he's a known Jedi, and if people know that she knows him, they'll say, "Well, why do you know him? Are you working with them? Or are you special? Are you different? Is that all it is?"
0: Well, yeah, because it makes sense that her father Bail like has he's worked with Obi-Wan in the past, so like like everyone like he's worked with Obi-Wan. Oh yeah, during the Clone Wars. But if Leia has then it opens up like, wait, she's working with him currently, then because she wasn't alive during the Clone Wars. She started working. I mean, it seems like it.
1: you can be friends with your parents' friends, like
0: yeah, you know, with, but like uh, not when like not like when like dad. the not when a gal- galaxial government is hunting down Jedi.
1: Got <laughs> to make it okay. as vague as possible. So throughout she, this scene, she, she, she doesn't did mention the other.
0: She scheme that that did the she... other
1: inquisitors not know what who she was, or they just knew that Riva had kidnapped somebody and they out who sh- it was? I'm
0: not exactly sure because <laughs> it doesn't seem like because the other inquisitors, I mean, the other inquisitors know that Obi Wan did in fact go save Leia, but it, they they never say explicitly that they know it's Leia. They just said, "Why would you just kidnap someone?" Yeah, oh no, wait, okay. maybe they do because I think Grand Inquisitor said something about like, why would you kidnap the child of a of an Imperial senator?
1: <laughs> yeah, but they maybe don't know the relationship to Anakin.
0: Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Reva only knows that simply because she was there and when it happened, which uh, which makes sense to me. I I'm satisfied with that answer. But how do you
1: mean? Was there because?
0: Because because Reva was wait. there during the purge when Anakin was going around, so she knows that Anakin was Darth Vader. Oh, okay. because because probably the clone troopers were probably calling him Lord Vader at the time already because he had already been anointed a siF.
1: And did now does she even know because she went after Luke, but does she even know why Luke was so important would be so important to Anakin?
0: No. Like, the reason is is because she is like she wants justice that obi-wan' is protecting this one youngling when she didn't protect her and her other and her friend younglings. So she and wants so she, him.
1: She, she only knew like, about like, Luke because Bail Organa is a terrible, uh, covert operative.
0: Yes. Yes. I don't even know why that message was still running. Why would the message run? That's not how it works? <laughs> is it? This is Star Wars. Like, things work differently when you need them to. Yeah. Like how shooting a panel can either close or open a door in Star Wars, <laughs>
1: <laughs> depending on what needs what? to be done. <laughs> If it's if it's closed, shoot and it opens it. If it's open, then you shoot it and it closes. I mean that makes sense actually.
0: What hap- what happens if it's like half open, half closed? I don't know. Do you shoot it? Does it does it stay like that or does it close or does it open?
1: That's interesting. Well to The other so the, the, the other thing is if it's important that people know that they don't know each other, why is Obi Wan showing up on this personal helipad of the family and just having a open-air, open, open air, you know, conversation reunion party with them.
0: Because Alderaan is, like, Alderaan is basically like, practically the home start of the Rebellion. Like, basically everyone there is, like, yeah, we're against the Empire. Okay. That's, at least that's so, how it's been shown in, in, in other Star Wars media, that, like, Alderaan has given the Rebellion so many different ships that the Empire literally starts suspecting that Aldera- something's up with Alderaan. <laughs> Which is why it gets blown up later. Because that part yeah. knew too much. The reason that he was so open on Alderaan about um, him being friends with Leia and stuff is because he knew that later on it was going to be destroyed. So, oh. He he knew. <laughs> so he thought, eh, this is fine. Everybody here is going to die anyway.
1: Like ten years later. Yes. Well, oh. Yeah. Okay. Now, I you know I don't know if I have a satisfying answers to that, but okay, that's what they did. They shouldn't know that anyone. They don't want people to know that they know each other, but also he just met her and talked to her in open air. Okay, now Anakin says to her about her, about her parents. The three qualities he said for Padme. Okay, those made sense. And the three he said for Anakin. Do you have any thoughts on this?
0: Okay, can you remind me on what they were? Because I have an idea. Okay, about so he said,
1: and I'm gonna ask you guys because I've not seen all these cartoons. So, but huh. passionate, definitely passionate.
0: Pa- no he, doubt on I mean, that. He, I mean, passionate is both a good and bad trait, depending on what you are passionate about. Mm. But he is definitely passionate yeah. on his uh, on whatever his mind is set to. So yeah. yes, he is passionate. Fearless. Yep, def- 100% fearless. He's yeah. definitely fearless. And yeah, his, like, <laughs>
1: higher ground, I don't care. I'm gonna flip. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Okay, Why would the you go-
1: third the All third right. quality says forthright. All
0: right. I need okay. I need a quick definition. I need a quick Google of yeah, forefront. That's <laughs> that's, that's
1: good, the definition I'm, I'm, on that I'm, word. All
0: right, forefront, adjective of a person or their manner of speech, direct and outspoken, straightforward and honest. Yep, basically. Well, I'm gonna say he's honest, complete. I, I but say he he's completely he is honest. he is direct though, like like like, he speaks with such sass in the prequels, and and in the and in the animated series, he is not afraid to speak his thoughts. Yeah, he he definitely um straightforward with whatever he does. Mm. So yeah, I 100 percent agree with with what he said. And I think it was just sweet that like 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 Obi Wan like remembers the good parts of Anakin. I think mean, that part's is just really sweet.
1: But he and was also the forthright when he was um, secretly getting married and having children with Padme. That worked out.
0: (laughs) I mean, it worked out, right? (laughs) Who am I? Who's (laughs) over? to complain? It all worked out well in the end. So, like, he shouldn't complain. Well, if he hadn't fallen in love with Padme, none of this would have happened anyway. So, who knows? That I mean, Star Wars once did a What If series. Believe it or not, I think it was called Star Wars Infinity. Back in the eighties, back in the nineties, it was called Star Wars Infinity. This whole What If series for Star Wars. And I hmm. I honestly think they should either like remake it, like do what Marvel's doing for Marvel uh, and just like make a re- just like redo Star Wars Infinities for our current days cuz I think we're we're kind of what what Disney's really doing with Star Wars is like they're like they're like slowly trying to expand their universe but like still stay in like familiar space. What I think we what we really need is to, like go out of the boundary of the skywalker saga you know what people have been calling for the republic why because it's thousands of years before any of this happens and if it's in the high republic we don't have to remember anything that happened with with a certain skywalker that's not a skywalker oh yeah (laughs) yeah so i overall the show was was i i think The show was really good. It had a lot of high moments. There were some moments where it was a bit slow, but I think there was a lot of emotional moments, like, for instance, when Leia asked if Obi-Wan knew her real parents, which I think was a real emotional scene, and when, um, Obi-Wan looked at Leia, and he was reminded of Padme, and, like, 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 Obi-Wan still remembers the days of back before all of these dark times with Anakin, Padme, Ahsoka, and all those good people. He, he still misses those days. And it, it really shows uh, with Ewan McGregor's acting. So the cast did great. The writers did great. Deborah Chow did amazing. The music was also good. I mean, I heard people complaining about the music. Because like, it's like, where is like all of these cool music that we have in the original trilogy and whatnot. But like the whole point is that this is going into the original trilogy. So we're only halfway there. That's why half of the music is there. And then it like it continues into other stuff. Like, the Inquisitor theme is, like, it's, like, the beginning is, like, you have the motif of the Imperial March, but then it changes. And then by the end, we have the full Imperial March, the full Force theme, and all, the whole Star Wars theme and all that good stuff. And Leia's theme, too, as well. So, yeah. I, 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 sometimes people complain about the smallest things, and I do not agree with them one bit. I disagree with them respectfully, which is what we should be doing, Star Wars fans. Take note. So Jonathan, do you
1: have any closing words for the end of this episode oh i I want to mention i I forget if I talked to Isak about to say the other day or not, but there was it was early on maybe like season episode two or three when they're they were on that planet. This is Leia and obi-wan and do you remember what obi-wan said it was kind of for me it was like a strange line when when Leia says. Are you my real father? He <laughs> says, "I wish I could say I was, but no, I'm not." What? What kind of
0: answer is that? <laughs> well, one because he would be really proud that that's his daughter. Not in a weird. I wish Padme was my was my wife.
1: No, that's what. That's the way it is. That's that's how. That's how I hear that. <laughs> that just like the. One of the weirdest answers to give to somebody. It is is, a weird, it is a strange answer. I Wish I was your (laughs) father.
0: But I mean, like, when people, I mean, sometimes people say that, like, as, like, like, they're giving praise to the actual parents. to like, because, like, that's such a good child. Like, I wish you were my child. You know, I think you could,
1: you could say, I would be proud of you if you were. My child. Yeah, but I wish I was. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, it seems like he was into Padme too.
0: I mean, I mean, back back in the two, back in the early 2000s, what teenager wasn't. <laughs> I can say that with confidence. That was a that was a funny line. Oh. That was a funny. That was a funny. Line. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi was great. So, if I'm not wrong, the next Star Wars thing we have coming up is Andor. Andor, what? Andor, you know, Casey and Andor? Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a prequel to Rogue One.
1: I know, I was joking.
0: Oh, Andor <laughs> Like, it so, sounds like, and, and or
1: seen... this. This, uh-huh. and or that.
0: Have you seen... Did you watch the trailer? Or tease the teaser trailer? Oh, yeah. Trailer? That I, I
1: was a very good-looking trailer.
0: Yes, yeah. I'm a bit confused, but we'll... I guess we just have to find out, right? I think Andor either takes place... I forget exactly when Andor takes place. I think it takes place at maybe... A few months or weeks, bef- literally before Rogue One happens. And Andor is confirmed to have like three seasons.
1: They've already cleared it for three seasons?
0: Apparently, I've, I've heard that originally it was going to have six seasons. But they cut it down to three seasons.
1: This says it occurs during the five years before the events of Rogue One.
0: Okay, five years. Bef- okay, so wait. Man, this series is actually going to take a lot of time then. No wonder they gave it. No wonder they wanted so many seasons. And then mom is actually really happy for Diego Luna to return, which I think Diego Luna was great in Rogue One. He delivered his lines funny. Oh yeah. He's his his character yeah. great, and also he looked good, which is always a which is always a plus. Yeah. So I'm excited for for his return, and after that we have well you haven't seen Bad Batch, but Bad Batch season two comes out in the fall and then you're we're all excited for mandalorian season 3 next was it oh yeah yeah Yeah, february so i'm excited to see what uh mandalorian season 3 has to offer apparently they showed like a trailer at star wars celebration They, they showed they showed like trailers for a bunch of different things and we're still here in the dark not being able to see everything i've read like like people describing it and i'm like I want to see it. So.
1: <laughs> so it's not been released. They only showed a celebration.
0: They only showed a celebration, but apparently it showed Mandalore. It showed Bo-Katan. It showed the dark It showed a bunch of different things, and it like apparently it looks epic. And I'm like, I want to see it. And also there was like a. What 30- do you think's
1: gonna happen? Is is Mando gonna go and find a absolution for taking his helmet off, and then have to fight somebody I mean, to keep the dark or what?
0: I definitely think there's going to have to be, like, Darksaber action since, you know, like, people now know that the Darksaber is around and they and they probably want to rule Mandalore. No, de- and I definitely think that Bo-Katan is probably going to be, like, our antagonist. Not, like, a villain, but antagonist because she wants to rule yeah. Mandalore. Uh-huh. And I- I'm just excited to see what's going to happen because the Mandalorians is a part of, part of one of the great things of Star Wars lore that, like some of it got a lot of it got retcon when disney bought star wars but now some of it has been starting to like come back slowly into canon so i'm just excited to like explore more into um mandalorian lore but i'm really excited to see it's more grogu yeah oh of course and now that we Does have this him back now? and we, we we saw him again in uh mandalorian season 2.5 so uh now we have him back
1: yeah now that being said, Isak, why did you not choose Grogu in the Star Wars team draft?
0: I forgot. I didn't I didn't think someone I would forgot. take him so early. I didn't think someone would take what? him so early though. <laughs> that, oh, that's, early that's my excuse. That, that's I
1: took my him, excuse. him like the fourth round.
0: You took him like the first thing. No. Yeah, you, you no. did. You did. You <laughs> first thing you did, you chose Grogu as your wild card.
1: No, I took a pilot first, then a force I took i took luke and then darth vader i got darth vader in the second round of this draft well i got Anakin Brogu- Skywalker
0: the first round of the draft all right so yeah so will it be expecting st- more star wars content honestly a lot more star wars content than i was expecting uh, this time oh also speaking of which ahsoka comes out next year as well and speaking, of oh, yeah, that. They showed 30 seconds of it at Celebration as well. And I'm, I'm also still mad that like we haven't seen any of this.
1: I took uh, Grogu round three, 14th overall pick. Someone chose Plo Koon and the ghost ship before Grogu. I mean,
0: and that's I don't why don't those why, people I don't did don't not someone out. I don't know why he chose Plo Koon so early <laughs> and why Plo Koon at all. <laughs> But uh, Uh, his choice is his choice, and uh, unfortunately, he suffered for it. Sorry, Obi.
1: (laughs) But I'm happy to say this is two years of doing these kind of drafts of different things, food, movies, pop culture stuff, and I had not won a single one until this one. So,
0: Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Yes, thank you.
1: Thank you. Finally.
0: So JD, thank you so much for being here. I mean, you're always welcome to come back to talk about Marvel and Star Wars or just any other topic you want to discuss about here.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm a, I'm a first time, first time. You know what they say. You know, sounded to a, I'm a good, first did time, ex-
0: time. Did you have a good experience? Did you Yeah, be willing good. to come back. Yeah. All right, then everyone expect more JD in the in the coming future. So you, want, yeah, to, no you one... want to close today's podcast episode yeah you got to close the episode thank you How also. do I close the episode Uh you use you, you say closing stuff like you know like subscribe to the podcast <laughs> and uh whatever listening you listen to like like and subscribe <laughs> yep like and subscribe you know hit the bell so that way you're notified when new episodes come out as well as give us a review a rating five stars is preferable but whatever but we prefer your honesty more Um, thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to check out all our other episodes, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, everybody. Jonathan, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, and may the Force be with you.